Hello, and welcome back to a bonus episode of MCU Need to Know, a podcast dedicated to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything you need to know. I'm Trey. I'm Jude. How you doing, Trey? I'm doing pretty good. I am... I feel like I always say I'm excited, but I genuinely am. Like, it has been really fun to to check out these trailers and yes. kind of put our thoughts out on them, and I'm happy to be doing that again. Yeah. I, I like going back and especially because I... I don't watch these trailers until after I watch the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, You're much for... more disciplined than I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm not talking about on the release. I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> I'm talking about when we do our review. <laughs> no, I can't say I'm not that disciplined. But like I do, like I'd, I'll watch it through and do my notes for for our recording, um, and then I see the trailer, especially for this after. So yeah. Yeah, because I think it's it's something we've been kind of keeping track of is how well the trailers do as far as preserving the experience of the movie while also promoting it. Mm-hmm. And so it's always mm-hmm. easier to do that after we've seen the movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So for those who are listening who may not know what we're doing, this is a bonus episode. Uh, we've kind of made it a standard that anytime we do a full-length movie review, we also release a bonus episode on the same day reviewing the trailers that have come out for that film. Now... We started this thinking there would be like a teaser trailer, trailer one, trailer two. Uh, but as we found out so far, there's really uh, been, I think, just two, two trailers, trailers per movie years. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, so it's kind of weird that, I guess it's not. I would say it's kind of weird that my memory's messing up on that, but it's, that's actually par for the course. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's one of the things we're learning is that as we do this and progress into the later films, you see the form take shape. And I think we can jump right in it now. I think this, these Iron Man three trailers, the the both of them, mm-hmm. is the first time that we're really seeing Marvel start to carve out the standard for what I think we see today. Because yes, there were only two, but in my opinion, I think they were vastly different. Whereas for Iron Man one and two, they were kind of just like we we said extended cuts. Yeah, the extended cuts, quick. You know, here's the cliff notes of the movie. Where I felt like in both of these trailers. And I don't know, maybe, and I'm trying to, I wrestled with it because as much as I love this movie, of whether or not this is my own bias into it, um, but it felt like they were able to represent the movie, even though they showed a lot, in a different way. You know, like I didn't feel like I was like, oh man, that's a spoiler. Oh, this, you know, uh, just the way it was presented. You know, one of the things that I, I wrote down is that it almost feels like it's impossible to make a trailer for Iron Man 3. Like the heart, like it feels like the heart of the storytelling is in contrast to the bombastic story pieces, I mean, set right. pieces. Uh-huh. And so in the trailer, it looks like, oh, wow, like, you know, these huge action pieces. But when you get to the meat of the movie, a lot of it is Tony outside the suit. So I, I, I can only speak for me on this. I still walked away from them feeling like it was a little deceptive, even though I considered Iron Man 3 in my top five MCU movies. Right. I just couldn't shake that feeling watching both of them. Like, I know that's part of it because of the whole twist, mm-hmm. but even in the tone of them, they are, they feel so much more heavier than the actual movie is. Yeah, it does give... Well, as I was watching it, part of me thought, okay, this is the third movie and final movie of the franchise... And again, when I say final movie, I realize Iron Man goes on, but in terms of like solos and you get that Empire Strikes Back feel, right? Right. Like, oh, this is the second movie downer kind of feel. And I feel like they did that because they showed, you know, Iron Man 
house or Stark's house being blown up, but him in the Iron Man suit being drugged down to the bottom of the ocean. It ended with that scene of him dragging the Iron Man suit, mm-hmm. you know, and the they ended with a reverse of the title where it wasn't the arc reactor lighting up and seeing the text. It was the arc reactor powering down to see the text, um, mm-hmm. you know, so so they did definitely try to get that theme in there uh, through this trailer. Um, mm-hmm. But but you're right. Like, it does feel heavier than what the movie shows, which to me, I think that shows how well balanced the movie was because it, it did, dealt with him and his struggles really well without feeling like this overbearing film. Right. Um, which, by the way, just a side note, I loved what they did with the arc reactor, the way it just kind of like flickers out on the yeah. title and then it flickers back on for the release date. I thought that was really nice. Yeah. But on the topic of setting the almost like the finality to it, since it is the last film in the Iron Man franchise, I think personally between the two trailers, I like the second one a little bit more, even though I think it spoils a lot more. I think it did a better job of illustrating that not only uh, because again like i said these big bombastic action pieces but it it started the illustration of tony's personal journey as well in the second one Uh because it it had that line of like you know i'm tony stark you know i have a wonderful gal uh i saved the world why can't i sleep like i thought that was such a, a great way to set up the overarching problem of the movie while contrasting it with everything else yeah i will say in the second one the second trailer, I was surprised that they did show all the suits. Yeah, at the end, um, mm-hmm. and I remember, and I'm, I can't remember now if I said this in the in our actual review when we did that, but I remember somebody, the one he called Igor, wasn't named. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't he didn't use the name Igor in the trailer, and a lot of people thought that that was, or, or, or many people thought, maybe not a lot, uh, that was the Hulkbuster. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and so there's confusion in that, but like that sequence in the second trailer, I was surprised they showed, you know, something I felt like I noticed they did in the second trailer a lot, not only, you know, showing big moments like that, but I think in, in the movie trailer reviews we've done so far, this is the first time that we've seen them be a lot more like they used a lot more alternate takes on lines uh-huh. or they used lines that weren't even in the film right. or even scenes that weren't even in the film. So yeah. This is, I think, this is where we're really starting to see Marvel start to take a little bit more care with, I guess, like what you were talking about the the YouTube uh, sections that will scene by scene break down trailers. But it's before I think they've learned to do it right because it it did feel again, like I said, I keep coming back to it. I can't find another word for it, deceptive in a way. Right. Well, I mean, two things. A, this is the first Marvel movie after the Avengers, mm-hmm. and there was deception intentionally because you had the Mandarin twist. Right. You know, so so I'm curious how much that played into it um, mm-hmm. in that feeling versus like that, th- that influence, you know. Well, and I guess I guess the well, next movie and seeing those trailers, um, not necessarily the next movie review, but the next movie after this in the MCU and how. Soldier. Yeah. And how they do those <laughs> and how they do those trailers, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of a twisty thing there, too. Yeah. We'll have to pay attention to that because right now my gut reaction is again because I keep going back to the like it feels impossible to make a trailer for this. I think you can. There's a version of this trailer where you preserve the twist, but you don't cut it. Like they cut it in a way where it sounded like 
the Mandarin and Iron Man were speaking to each other and like trading threats, which yeah. they never did in the film. Right. Because they, when they when they talk, it's Trevor Slattery. Like he's not doing the Mandarin persona for mm-hmm. Tony. So that's where I think the the it was a little too far on that. But again, you know, the whole marketing of this movie is trying to bolster that twist. Then it's just going to be the inevitability of it. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. But yeah, I think that's going to do it for our discussion of the two trailer reviews. Like we said, we only got two so far. Uh, I think it'll get a little bit more meatier once we have three trailers to pick apart from. But um, if you enjoyed this, then make sure that you stay tuned in the feed. There is a full review of Iron Man 3 up on the the feed right now. You can download that and listen. Yep. See you there. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, do we have a question of the week for this? Do we do question of the week for Iron Man trailer review? Mean for the reviews? I don't remember. I, I don't we need to we, we need to remember because we ask this question every time. I think we we asked. Do we have? It's no uh, no. We don't intag. do a question of the week. It's the intag. It's the intag. Okay. So if we get an intag, we do it. This sounds I don't think like we rent. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should keep track of our own show. <laughs> Man, I hear there's this like really cool thing called like I don't know. Google sheets and docs that we both can edit it. I don't know. I was listening to the last episode and somebody was trashing Google Docs in that one. So, well, yeah. Google Drive, sir. Google Drive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if I would have used the program, I would have known. <laughs> <laughs>